2: People have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress, and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Slash awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. Time
0: now for the college football inquirer with Dan Wetzel. I mean, look, they begged the Pac- Pac-12 to bail them out last year and got the cold shoulder. Hey man, shank them. <laughs> <laughs> with SIs, Pat 40! If that buys you
1: membership into the Big Ten, then you're gonna start making a hundred million a year from the Big Ten.
0: Here's Pat. All right, welcome to the pod. And uh, Pat, you know, uh, I love to play games here. Let's play of games a topic game. Yes, I'm a gimmick. I'm a gimmick host. <laughs> we're a gimmick show. I mean, you know, <laughs> fine. not smart enough or talented enough <laughs> to have an actual free flowing discussion. We have to have gimmicks. So I want to play a gimmick of biggest winners and losers of conference realignment as of now, which is 1215 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. Yeah.
1: By three o'clock, we may have like a, a conference just fall into the ocean. You never know.
0: But for now, roll with it. I have, I'll, I'll I'll do, we could start with this. A couple little updates on the conference realignment. I have been a lot of Big Ten people I've been speaking to. There's a, certainly a sense of a pause, if you will. That seems to be the buzzword. A lot of kind of dust settled and all of a sudden they're kind of like, you know what? Like 16. Yeah. I like sixteen, yeah, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. But does I don't sense a rush to do anything. I also did not know they were going to add US, UCLA, <laughs> so hear me out. But sense of like sixteen is pretty good. This could work. Do we have to add other teams? And so yeah, if Notre Dame comes and Notre Dame says bring Stanford, or does Notre Dame bring Stanford because? Stanford loses power that helps Notre Dame's recruiting. And uh, there's so many there's so many partnerships and enemies here, a lot of frenemies. But (laughs) if that's the case and if the Big 12 cannot pry these these Pac-12 schools away, it it, it stands to reason we're going to kind of stick with the status quo. Are you feeling anything different? Are you sensing anything different or hearing anything different after the weekend?
1: No, uh, I agree that, yes, there was the massive shock. It, like in the middle of me having a chopsticks full of ramen noodles in Atlanta when the USC and UCLA n- news broke. From that point forward, everybody was, I think, just in panic mode for five, six, seven days. And then, yes, now everybody's stepping back and breathing a little bit. And, okay, what are the options? Maybe the best option is to stand still. And just see how the dust settles and let this play out as is. And I I, I do think that there are definitely some people at, at within the Big Ten that think 16 might be a good number. And since it doesn't look like we can get Notre Dame now, we're good. And then there are certainly people in the SEC that are like, well, we made our move. We're good. Uh, the, the other three conferences are still feeling it out. And the one thing that I think could interrupt the pause this week is if, You know, the news comes back from number crunchers and consultants on what a proposed TV agreement arrangement, whatever, between the ACC and Pac-12 looks like. If that comes back and looks really good, I might push things one direction. If it comes back and doesn't look so good, that might push things the other way. Okay, if that deal goes off the table, then it's up to the Pac-10 to decide, are we can we go it as is? Can we go with 10? Do we need to look at partnering with the Big 12? Does the Big 12 just come and take teams out of our league? Are we screwed? Um, so I think that's the next thing that could happen. But for now, I do think there was a kind of a, an inhale, exhale, recalculation. We don't have to do anything right now moment for the last few days.
0: Yeah, I really want to know if the Big 12 will make a move to say we want Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. Colorado, Washington and Oregon, we will take you as members. We will go to 18 and we will sign you to a grant of rights that has an out clause, right? You will have a you will have to pay some fee, but if you do get somehow invited to the Big 10, that fee will be payable. Offer a a more flexible deal than what the Pac-12 is Pac-10 or whatever they're going to be, would be offering. The Pac-10 wants to lock these guys in. You don't want to locked in. You come to us. We're going to bank on the Big Ten never asking. Right. Right. So you, you're, you're, you're admitting you're the fallback option, but you can go to the Big Ten. We'll leave an out clause for the Big Ten. Say something like that. Would they go for that? And they'd sit there and say, Big Ten's never If Big Ten's never coming and getting Arizona. Arizona they're probably never coming to get Oregon and Washington, and we'll take the risk. That would... Eliminate the Pac-12. It would make the Big Ten the biggest thing for west of the Mississippi. It would eliminate a television bidding option. You would be down to just one major league. You'd have the Big Ten TV deal coming up. You would then have the Big 12 TV deal coming up, and you would have Notre Dame, and that's it. You would just, take a te- you just decimate them, and I don't know what Cal and Stanford Doe, and whatever, and Washington State and all that. I don't know. I don't know if you can do that. But if you can, that would certainly be might be appealing to these schools to say we get the stability but we also get this out deal which is basically what notre dame has with the acc yeah it's like a no risk and then you go yeah you know what i can't stop them if they want to leave they're going to leave eventually but we can make a lot more money and a lot more that would be the one route but i you know we don't know how aggressive we'll be so but let's just say right now this is what we have we have a big We have a Pac-12. So I want to go through some schools and let's talk winner or loser and and to what degree. I got a whole bunch of schools all over the country and all different conferences. So this this was, I think this is going to be one of my better efforts. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Putting the pressure on yourself here to deliver. Listen, a realignment is happening. I got to step it up. Everyone's going to step up their game. That's right. Little fast paced hits here. Winners, losers. All right. Winner, loser. U-S-C. Are they a winner or are they a loser, Pat? Oh, boy. Um, not that easy, is no, it? No, it's really not.
1: <laughs> it's really not that easy because I- I'm going to say they are a winner, although they are taking a step up in competition and they're they they may have a tougher time even getting into like a top three or four Big Ten teams that could make a 12-team playoff. But I do think that. This is something, they have a national brand. They looked around, didn't think the Pac-12 could help supply them, the platform, the revenue, uh, the competitiveness that they've been looking for. They've got Lincoln Riley. They are dumping scads of money into the program. They're ahead of the game on NIL. They're riding a high right now, so you go ahead and you make your bold move and you're going to make a lot more revenue, as we've said. That doesn't necessarily mean you win more. doesn't mean it's better for your fans. doesn't mean it's better for your athletes. But I, I think they still have a chance. They are still USC, and I think that they can come out of this and be
0: a major player uh, once again, even in the Big Ten. Tricky. Very yeah. tricky. Agree with all your points. They will now have the money. They're not losing assistants and staffers. They, one of their problems is keeping staff. People want to live in L.A., but it's expensive as hell. So someone offers you equal money to live in Iowa, you make a lot more money, Uh, all of those things. But they will have the money. They will have a lot more excitement coming to the stadiums, bigger games. They will be involved in bigger games. They did what was inevitable and and set their thing up. They also have a harder road. Had there been and had the Pac-12 done the automatic bid, I don't know because I think, then USC sitting there saying, "Hey, we're making a twelve team playoff like yeah. six out of ten years, yep. or five out of t- like they're they're feeling pretty good that they're going to make a playoff a lot, uh, but that isn't the case. That wasn't done, so we don't know how that's going to set up. I think that the excitement level for USC will help. They have also set themselves apart out west as the clear pre." premier program. If they were losing recruits at any time, losing smaller recruiting battles to Utah or Oregon and stuff like that, uh, that's not the case. Can they keep the skill talent, particularly the quarterbacks, home now? Uh, Instead, you don't have to go play in the SEC. You don't have to go to Ohio State or Clemson or Alabama to to play big, big big-time college football. You can do it right here. That should help. Also, I think recruiting-wise, can they get into the Midwest and get some of those linemen that they need? Right.
1: Yeah, because that's where the program is, is at Struggled. a disadvantage.
0: Does this help? Can they go now, someone, some kid from Ohio or, or, or Iowa or whatever gives them a second look and says, hey, okay. So I'm going to say winner, but it's close. We will see. Yeah, that's
1: it's, it's TBD because if they end up getting their teeth kicked in and they're going four and eight and they're getting off the plane – in madison for a november 23rd game up there and it's eight degrees and your team's no good eh, you might be thinking it's not so
0: great it's worth noting and remembering that generally when teams move conferences it does not work out uh as successfully as they think and certainly not in the way they think (laughs) so we don't know how not playing all your games in the west coast affects recruiting or you don't exactly know the competitive differences and so we've seen all sorts of issues happen when teams move it takes a while to get adjusted do you ever really get adjusted it's not plug and play it's just not plug and play honestly you could pick alabama and put them in the big 10 and it's not plug and play nope nothing is the same so there are some programs that have done better very few utah is one of the only ones but for the most part eh, you don't know so Huge TBD on USA. All right, UCLA, winner or loser? Oh, uh, you know they
1: they need the money more. They uh they have been in in a more difficult financial situation, and I, you know, true or not, you know there was a scuttlebutt that they could be looking at cutting programs if if they didn't get a big infusion of cash. So this is probably more a move of necessity by them. And from everything I've been told, this was USC's idea. And UCLA was either hey, like, hey, asked by USC, hey, you want to come along? Or by the Big Ten, hey, you want to come along? And I think they jumped at that for, for, the, for, for a revenue standpoint. Now, I mean, that football program has been one of the great underachievers of all time. Uh, it still just astounds me that UCLA has always been, well, most of the time been pretty good. And very, very rarely been really good, and almost never been great. Uh, and I don't see that necessarily changing with this move. Puts more pressure on Chip Kelly. He hasn't. He's his recruiting has been lukewarm, I would say, at UCLA. Uh, he's gotten the program gradually better, but now they've got to take a whole nother step up. You know, I, I I'm not sure I can
0: say USC's a winner and UCLA is a loser, but it's going to be harder for UCLA. I'm saying winner because of the money. Yeah. Uh, ESPN reported uh, or actually the Los Angeles Times reported one hundred and two point eight million dollar three year debt on the athletic department. They lost sixty two million in 2021
3: and they're renting their facilities, too. It's just crazy money management out there in Westwood. <laughs> they're
0: desperate for cash. They lost the they had this huge uh, Under Armour deal that they backed out of playing in the Rose Bowl is a drain. They don't, they don't generate fans. You want to know where they're going to do great? Home games now. Yeah. They're going to get all the Big Ten fans. They're going to fill up their thing. It's going to be a little bit like the Chargers, the L.A. Chargers, right? Yeah. like they play the Steelers and the whole right. place. Is, yeah. They have no actual fans, but they'll, they'll have some. Yeah. But, but the no. Rose Bowl will be rocking now. Hey, every Big Ten fan base is going to be like, yeah, that's going to be
1: the road trip we're going to do. We're going to the Rose Bowl. LSU or they're there was awesome. or they're there
0: or they live they there. just yeah. live in la you know yep. your minnesota is going to bring twenty thousand people to the game mm-hmm. because the gophers are playing and you know i mean there's so many midwestern everybody moves to l you know i mean so many people from la live all over the country so you don't even have to do the road they'll have some road trip certainly but you're gonna have people just going to the games and uh Conference games in November—that's a nice little
1: respite from, from absolutely you know, no, Iowa. Again, that's like are you kidding me? That's going to be the, the when your team plays on the road against those two yeah. teams. That's the most popular trip for the
0: fans. Yeah, they all want to go the Rose Bowl anyway. They all want. Yeah, yeah it's a terrific trip. So uh, they'll they'll make money there. I think that, that that for UCLA, this adds a jolt of energy to the program that desperately needed it. Yeah. I don't know why Chip Kelly isn't recruiting better. Just, remember, everybody wanted Chip Kelly. Yeah. And UCLA won this huge, like, bidding war for yeah. him and all that. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, they had their moments last year. But right. I, I just think this brings a lot of energy to the UCLA program. Again, they, they are now the number two, or can certainly claim, were the number two program on the West Coast. And maybe that wins you more battles, whatever recruiting battles they have. But maybe it keeps some kids from saying, hey, I'm going to go to Arizona State that you want or Utah or something like that. And it should help recruiting. It just it never makes any sense why UCLA isn't great.
1: I know one reason, one way they could save money, by the way, is to have Chip Kelly stop spending five point four million dollars on food. You remember that from a few years ago is like 2019 or 2020. I mean, come on, man. 5 million dollars feeding
0: the players that's a lot of steak and lobster <laughs> definitely not the in and out crowd there no. yeah no. Uh, speaking of winners in and out the in and out chain right by lax <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a winner lot of lot of midwesterners flying in for games they're going right to that one Oh, yeah. It's already a zoo. Like, that line is, it, like, yeah, uh, right. it's everybody getting all everybody getting off the plane, going right to the in and out Wait till the Big Ten fans get in on the in and out Burger double-double. The team busts, man. I mean, if you're on your way to LAX after you've played USC,
1: you stop in there, and we need 400 double-doubles, please.
0: All right. So, I'm an, they're an undoubted winner. in and out Burger is a winner. UCLA, I'm going with winner. I mean, look, what uh, what's the downside? They haven't done anything lately anyway. Right. Yeah, they just treading water basically. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to suck
3: one place, you might as well make more money while doing it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sully philosophy. Here we go. Philosophy. Something yeah. new. All right. Oregon Ducks. Winner. Loser. Loser. Uh, I still think this
1: could work out for them, but they they would like to get in the Big Ten. The Big Ten is obviously like mm, you're you're on the maybe list right now. At best. So they've been, they are not getting to go where they want to go. I still think it may work out for them to now like rule the Pac 10. Uh, the question is, what's your playoff access from there? If, they, if there is playoff access, you can be okay with that. But I mean, that's it. They have built a brand, a very attractive brand. Did they need USC and UCLA to help that brand? I don't know. I'm not sure. The other the other area where they're hurt too is if this helps USC and UCLA control the Southern California recruiting market, and/or opens the door further for Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, whoever to get in there, then that hurts you because or- Oregon's done very well recruiting in California, and that could be a little bit more iffy. So I will put uh, Oregon in the loser category right now.
0: Last four recruiting classes, twenty-one to. They're 22 to 19, class of 22, 21, 2019. They have 21 Southern California recruits. Yeah. Uh, So it's about, you know, six a, six a year, whatever, five a year. It's 5.25 a year to be exact. But uh, now some of those are JUCOs, but whatever, they're there. Uh, clearly, you need to be good in Southern California. Do they, loo- do they lose some of that? Now, some of those guys are San Diego. Uh, mm-hmm. They do really well in San Diego. Yeah. Do you lose some of that by not? annually in la and being the you know does that i think it actually hurts more that like if they're in this pack 10 what are the exciting games yeah right like okay you can win this thing but like what gamers is is is, are you creating that's like oh man or like they gotta pump that non-conference um like how do you remain big time if you play if this is the if this is your your schedule And you lose the USC game, even just the perception of those games. And then at the same time, USC and UCLA are Ohio State's here, Michigan's here, like Penn State's here, and stadiums are full, and everyone's talking about the game. And, you know, it's a big deal. Yeah, that's true. to me.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a good point. And the other thing, like, what they've scheduled very, you know, aggressively in terms of they've, they've played some big neutral site games. You know, they went and played Auburn neutral site. They're playing Georgia in a quote unquote neutral site. That's Atlanta. Um, they got the home and home with Ohio state, you know, so they, they, they have recognized that, that they need to bump up the schedule, but now this takes it up another notch what they would really would really benefit them. If Washington got up off the deck and got better because that's a big rival and could provide, you know, some, some level of competition and excitement within that league. But they do have some scheduling issues now. If if there is no uh, additional heft put into the Pack Ten Twelve,
3: right now they have Georgia, as you mentioned this year, uh, and then Eastern Washington. BYU is a nice, nice little schedule. They they yep. could be playing some future conference mates. They have Texas yeah. Tech on the schedule, Boise State on the schedule, Oklahoma State on the schedule, Baylor on the schedule. Hmm. So yeah, kind of a Big Twelve. Yeah, Pac-12
0: merger feel to it. <laughs> they do have multiple good games every year. That yeah, and and they might need to go three, right? But like a like 2026, right, or 2025, Oklahoma State and and 2025 and 2026, Oklahoma State and Boise. Yeah, good games. They're right. also playing Montana State and Portland State that year. And yeah, you need a win, but maybe you don't have that luxury anymore.
1: Right, one of those games uh, might have to go.
0: Plus, if they're sticking at 10, well, they they would probably drop. Would they play everybody? Maybe they still would. I would think, well, if they're sticking yeah. at 10,
1: you absolutely should play round robin.
0: Yeah, yeah. you got to play everybody. All right. But, like, yeah, you got to drop Portland. At that point, you have to, like, we're yep. fighting for our life here. Yeah. Portland State's got to go, and we got we to gotta find someone in the Big Ten or SEC to play or somebody good. Uh, you got to create excitement at Oregon. Now, look, we talked about this uh, last week on the last show. They just landed Dante Moore, one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the country for the class of 2023. They went all the way to Detroit to get him. They clearly, Dan Lanning is a clearly an excellent recruiter and, and charismatic guy. Mario Cristobal set the program up. Phil Knight is rolling. Whatever, whatever it took to get Dante Moore, they got it done in every single way. How long can you continue to get that level of player it's not theoretical what's going to happen to the conference. So they asked Dante Moore. Somebody asked Dante Moore about it. He said, oh, "Well, wherever they're at, it's going to be big-time football." And that is probably true, but at some point, what if it's kind of not? <laughs> right. Yeah. And the problem with Oregon is you don't have the local recruiting base. You are always fighting in someone else's backyard. And it's great. They I mean, hats off to them to go into the middle of the Big 10. And get this kid that every and and that Georgia wanted and Miami wanted and LSU wanted, let alone Notre Dame and Michigan and Michigan State and Ohio State. But how that is a tough road to hoe. So, can you
1: keep doing that? Yeah, that's the question. I mean, look, give Oregon credit. They have sustained success for 25 years now, maybe even a little longer, going back to when Rich Brooks finally got it up off the mat and then Mike Bellotti. And then a lot Chip Kelly. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, look, the, the, the common denominator in there was Nike money fueling a real cutting edge, entertaining, exciting, recruit friendly program. Build every facility you could possibly build, but, uniforms. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. But as we've and talked a, and about, a, and eventually. And capture that really passionate fan base they have. Yeah. They, I, they have the most passionate fan base in the West, I think.
1: Yeah, I would say so. They got, I mean, they real actual home atmosphere. It's loud, it's intimidating there. But yeah, that when the circumstances change as dramatically as they're going to in their conference, then is it sustainable? That's what we'll see. And as we've said, like eventually you build everything you can build, and everybody has uniform combinations and, and all that sort of thing. I just you have to have a little bit more to sell than just that cool kind of factor.
0: Uh, and we'll see where whether they've got that. I mean, you look at their last year's recruiting class—nine different states. I mean, they went to Nebraska, they went to Tennessee, they went to—you know—a lot in the West, Nevada, Arizona, and stuff like that. But like, you know, they—they—they—they they know how to go places and get kids. And uh, you know, and that's with the switch again. Another—I'm looking again—couple kids from Maryland, North Carolina, Mississippi. Like they—they they go pick their guys and get them. And if you—the whole thing with Oregon is always, can you get them up there? Can you get the players up there? Right. Well, they see the facilities, they, they they once they envision themselves there, you go, yeah, it's a long way away from everything, but man, it's great when I'm here. Yeah. It's yeah. the best when I'm here. Mm-hmm. I would say probably Phil Knight has meant more to Oregon than any uh, one person has meant to any other program. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Probably like even without more than, him. What are they? Right. Even more
1: than Boone Pickens to Oklahoma State, probably. Um, I mean, that would be my second guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because not only like, you know, he like Pickens has provided a lot of money, but they provided that just the Nike cool factor has been was so huge. And that definitely all flows from him. So that I
0: I would I would I would agree with that ranking. So uh, TBD, I don't know. Um, I think it's a I think it's a negative. I, I, I guess I would go loser. But if there's anybody that can prove me wrong on this, it's probably Oregon. I just think you're better off having, again, you, you recruit Southern. It's, it's going well. Let's put it that way. It's going pretty well for Oregon. And if they had just gotten the automatic bid, I think they're feeling really good about the Pac-12 going forward, if, if USC and UCLA. So you lose that. And, and, but, hey, we'll see. If they can keep getting the Dante Moores of the world, they're going to be formidable, and they're going to have a very, very nice path. Yeah. Uh, to having very good seasons, but they're probably going to have to bump up that non-conference even more than uh, than they think. Okay, I will put these guys kind of together: Utah and Arizona State and Washington, kind of all together. I want those three together. I'm, I'm ignoring Arizona and Washington. Yeah. Uh, I, I know Washington State and Oregon State aren't feeling good.
1: No, no, they're they're, they're, they're feeling the worst. Yeah, they're um,
0: feeling very nervous and
1: it's, yeah, uh, and Arizona is terrible and has been I mean they 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 may get better it's not saying that they'll be terrible forever but yeah the other Colorado
0: is just Colorado whatever Colorado right 420 baby Uh, Utah Arizona State and Washington winners or losers I wonder if they sell edibles at the stadium at Colorado
1: probably (laughs) not um (laughs) buff
3: brownies
1: (laughs) yeah I'm gonna say losers on those just because You know, at least like if you're Utah and this is where there's a lot of schools I could put in this category. Like if you look at the ACC uh, and in the Big 12 schools like Utah that like were strivers that worked their way into the power five, built the facilities, paid, filled the stadium, you know, whatever we need to do. Yeah. And then you start getting that toehold. You start having success and you win the conference and you go to the Rose Bowl. And now it's like. Wait a minute. What happened? All all our work to climb up here. and Now they're they're pulling down the mountain on us. Uh, so I, I've got to put them in the loser category. I think Washington, same thing. Arizona State, same thing. Uh, you just your your niche that you had is is very much jeopardized. If you like, if you're Utah and Arizona State, I wouldn't know what's the right thing. Do you go to the Pac- Big Twelve or not, or do you try to stay put and make this thing work? I just think that there's got to be a, a feeling of both immense frustration and real like uncertainty of what what do we do? What is our best path?
0: So I'm putting them all in the loser category. Utah's best position to win the Big t- uh, the Pack Ten a lot or Pack Twelve, uh, but yeah, I think this is a loser. You need exciting games. That reminder, your big t- your big time football. If you're Utah, you also just saw BYU jump into the Big 12. That doesn't help. Mm-mm. Utah signed 19 Southern California recruits in the past four years. Arizona mm. State signed 23. Well, wow. these are pipelines that they need. You cannot, if if that dwindles even cut in half. Now, our kids kids from LA got to go play somewhere. And so the fact that they're not playing that conference. Maybe it doesn't matter. They'll still predominantly stay somewhat close to home. But as we we're going to get to later, you know, maybe that's it's 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 such a finite thing with these schools. If all of a sudden three of those recruits are going to the Big Ten to like random Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and all of a sudden you just lost three guys you probably need. Now you got to go find them somewhere else and there just aren't enough people in your area. Um, So. Arizona and Phoenix area is already getting picked apart by everyone. If that is not a Pac-12, it's just not it's not good. It's not not I I don't know that's dooms for Utah because it's just such a solid place right now. But long term, I don't know how it's good for Washington, Utah or Arizona State to not be connected to the the Pac-12. In terms of Washington, I mean, my God, you're going to you're already geographically isolated. But if you end up in the Big 12 or the Big 10, you are just so far. Yeah. Yeah. From, I, from everywhere.
1: I did a Seattle radio show today and you you're just like the, the the dread was was significant from the the hosts I was talking to of like
0: what how are we supposed to make this work? You know? I don't blame them. <laughs> it's just yeah, like move the city closer. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I mean I don't it's just like, well, here we are. Yeah, I don't I don't see how that goes. All right. Cal and Stanford. Winners are losers.
1: <laughs> uh, like Cal's, Cal's absolutely a loser in this. I mean, Cal yeah. thought they were tied at the hip to UCLA, and then UCLA said, oh, no, we got to go. And then if you're Cal, <laughs> you're looking around like, but wait, we're, we're a great university with a big, big alumni base. And, well, nobody cares. Big uh, market. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't sell yourself. Stanford, I, st- I would love – to try like if you're the if you're bernard Muir, the athletic director just walk into the endowment foundation people and the board of trustees and say look we're sitting on 38 billion dollars give us 500 million and we'll buy our win into the big 10 and we will charter to everything we have to charter to and we'll you know we'll schedule we, we'll we can do whatever we need to do if you give us 500 million out of that 38 billion well you need
0: 200 million a year yeah well, but, I mean, not, not, no, you don't need that much. to that Stanford. Well, you'll get you'll get TV money and uh, you'll get right. your total yeah. budget needs to be
1: about 200 million if you're Stanford. Yeah. I mean, if you if you want to go high, high end. Yeah. If you want to try to be Texas. Well, you just want one time payment. You yeah. Give me a, a one time no, payment annual, of 500, No, one time payment of 500 million. Make that work. If that buys you membership into the Big Ten, then you're going to start making 100 million a year from the Big Ten. How do you buy
0: your way in? I mean, yeah. You obviously got to get there, but just go and see. You go directly to Fox what, you and say, pay them, Yeah. You're paying them off or something. Yes. yeah. Total revenue, total expenses. Last year, they had one hundred and thirty nine million dollar athletic budget, which is pretty low. Yeah. Considering they've got way it's, too many teams. They've got thirty six sports or thirty seven yeah. or whatever. If they spent two hundred million. They would be rolling. They, you know, like that's Ohio State's budget. Right. Buy yeah, your I, way in, sell the tech corridor. I don't know sell how the, you I don't buy know. your way in? Yeah, come on, you can do it. <laughs> I mean, is this is college football. The <laughs> under the table yeah. payment to Kevin Warren. Like, what are we doing? Like, you pay Fox and you pay a the big man 10 or something. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, Stanford finally decides to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to. I, well, I would go independent if I'm Stanford. Well, they could. Why not? I mean, if this blows up and people are, I mean, we, you can't go to the Big 12. I would just be like, no. we're independent. Yeah. Going to the gonna Big take, 12. We're going to do what Notre Dame does. We're going to play all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And wait that for would... the Big 10 to offer. I mean, I, we have the money. Let's go do this. And who cares? You know what? Football's not that big a deal. Right. Uh, we've been good, but it's not that big of a deal. All these other sports matter to us. Let's try to be number one in everything else. We can get our basketball into like the West Coast conference or something. We'll just piecemeal this thing together and let's just go independent and uh figure something out. Yeah. You're not gonna hurt recruiting. The kids in the non uh, it, it, the kids in the non revenue sports are still gonna want to go there because it's Stanford. Right. Like when yes, you when Brooke was making a decision, did the Pac twelve matter at all? Hell no. Stanford degree and Stanford swimming excellent matter. That was it. That's it. And you're going to keep getting those students because you're Stanford. So you can go now in football. Yeah, it helps to be in the conference and huge. But yeah, could you, you're going to make much money on a TV deal now, but you know, you also don't have to share it with anybody. That's right. I would consider that and just say, I'll go independent. I would certainly go independent before I would join the big 12. I I, I agree. I mean, what's the point? And then, uh, I, so tbd on stanford cal i don't know what happens to you guys i just yes yeah. <laughs> like yeah. emphasize football i mean I, I don't know I mean, yeah. this, this was a proud program a little while ago. i don't know what the hell to say to you i'm sorry
3: <laughs> this sucks it's gonna feel like a funeral up at Tidewater hill this year it's
0: a, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's it's absurd that the flagship university of the <laughs> biggest state in the entire country sitting in like the fifth biggest metropolitan region in the country yeah. and maybe the richest i don't know yeah is like yeah nobody wants you <laughs> Wait, what what <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. oklahoma state <laughs> more attractive just none of this makes any sense no Stillwater,
3: San Francisco. Stillwater, San Francisco. Like (laughs) we're
0: right on the edge of Oakland. We're right here. We can see the damn. You can practically see uh, San Francisco skyline from our from our campus. It's one of the most incredible places you've ever been. Yeah, the energy. I mean, it's like Cal. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah, to tell you that's that's college sports in a nutshell, right? (laughs)
1: Like Cal has everything to offer except a rabid fan base and and football success. And so because of that, Texas tech
0: eh. is in a better position than you are. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Ohio state Buckeyes winners or losers on this winners,
1: winners co-recruit California, some more, get even more money into your coffers. I mean, Ohio state's recession proof. It can't be ruined unless they somehow hire a terrible coach. We've seen they've had scandals. Those didn't bother Ohio State. Screw it. Bring in the next guy, win 12 games. So this just helps you in ways where, you know, I mean, just if, if you get a little bit more recruiting reaches, if you needed it, you're fine. Ohio State, perma winner, and certainly a winner
0: in this instance. Agree. Small, I mean, I, they're a winner. It, it almost doesn't matter, though. They were always yeah. going to be a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get. Uh, a little bit, you know, I mean, look, CJ shrouds from California. I mean, right. that's, you know, they already get a couple, they go in and and selectively pick a player or two from California they want. And they, they often can get them. But, um, so they've been, they've done a good job out there. This presumably helps, right. To, to land makes it a little easier to land that those couple guys, I don't think it's gonna, they're going to have a pipeline or anything like that. But hey, it does, sure doesn't hurt. Um, you also add a little bit of a more exciting games. The one thing that you know, the way the sports been the last five to eight years, like it it be, gets a little dull. Uh, and this is a good good dull to have. But you know, when you're Ohio State fans and you look at the schedule and it's like, okay, right, we're gonna win all of them. Like, well, <laughs> it's Penn State, you know, or you know. Mm-hmm. Hope we can avoid a letdown against Michigan State or something like that. Well, now you got a, another USC or UCLA game coming in every every little bit. Yeah. Um, what, more I, money. what I what I
1: I can't wait for this bitching to start from from whoever's involved. But like somebody in Ohio State or a Michigan, the week before they're playing a big game at home is going to have to go to LA and come back. And then it's gonna be, oh my gosh, you know, the wear and tear on our team yeah, having yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. This right. is what you signed up for, brother. I got a
0: night game in Iowa City, then I gotta go. to. You. Yeah. Right. Well, you got a little more money, got a little more excitement, you got a little bit easier pipeline into Rancho Cucamonga High School. <laughs> Take it. to win. I don't know how I don't know how I state ever loses. The moment they're losing, they just they just find a way to win. Yeah. Uh the other two, what I would say, big programs: Michigan, Penn State. Winners or losers on this?
1: You know, I, I think they're winners. I, I mean, I can't figure out why they would be losers. I guess the, the only thing, one I mean, more good team in the league, one more good team in the league, and as we've seen, like Michigan and Penn State have had some years where they've been a bit disappointing. I mean, Penn State, geez, weas, they keep giving more money to James Franklin, but the results the last few years haven't have not been dazzling. So if that yes, if if USC coming in turns out to be a loss on a trip to LA and it knocks you out of a possible playoff spot, then you're probably pretty bummed out. But you could also you win that game, your strength of schedule goes up, and you're in. So it's up to you. I think it's up to Penn State and Michigan to be good enough. I you know, I I I don't I don't I don't really feel sorry for them at all. It's like, well, this is the way it is. You should be good. Go be good.
0: I agree. Uh, I think they're winners in a small scale. If you can't beat these guys, that's this is where it's headed. OK, like this is just where it's headed. Um, you're going to have to step it up. Neither school, Michigan has had historically some success recruiting California. Penn State has not as, as far as I know, I, yeah. it's really a while ago. I don't even know if they go out there at all now. Uh, I don't believe they signed anyone in years the state of California at all. I don't even know if they recruit out there. Yeah, uh, Getting to Michigan from L.A. or San Francisco is easy. It's a direct flight to Detroit and a 25-minute yep. drive to the campus. Yep. Getting to state college is impossible.
2: <laughs> yeah. you Hard to fly anywhere. Connect
0: into either state college or you're flying into Harrisburg and it's forget it. You can't yeah. get there from here. So, you know, can that change? I'm just not guessing Penn State's all of a sudden going to but maybe you get one more good player somewhere down the line. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, California is not a Penn State place. California has been for Michigan and and maybe helps them. But, again, there's one more. These are programs that kind of sell their fan base on. We almost beat Ohio State. We're right there as the second or third best team in the league. Well, you add one. Maybe USC becomes the second or third best team in the league. Yep. I don't know. But I would say somewhat winners. Wonder if, they'll have,
1: I wonder if they I wonder if if you can get recruits from the West Coast to come out there that can do the Wetzel and just sleep in the airport uh, lobby, catch the early flight out. State college? Yeah, state
0: college. Yeah you did that after do, covering. I did the that game. a couple times, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a six AM flight on Sunday mornings to from state college to Detroit. I would just cover the night game at Penn State. I did it twice. Just slept in my rent a car at the airport. <laughs> from
1: wide out to red
0: eye <laughs> yeah, there you go
1: there's no hotels there's nothing well, well, those are the stories where it's like wait, you have the funnest job it's <laughs> got to be so cool being a sports writer like, yeah you come sleep in my two. rental
0: car at the state college airport the state college airport is like it's, your, it's like which gate are you at you're at this one or the other one <laughs> yeah. they don't have numbers uh, uh, uh. It's not you know, don't be like 36B now. No. Just just there. It's <laughs> yeah. Like left uh, or right. Everyone's just standing around going, "Anyone? It's like a bus station." <laughs> Best I can tell, Coa Farmer, class of 2014 is the last kid from California to go to Penn State. Wow. Signed with Penn State. Sherman Oaks. Was that Bill O'Brien or was that that's before Franklin, right? or was a it-
1: it was it might Franklin be bill period. o'brien yeah
0: just yeah so yeah it's been, we're we're working on nearly a decade so i'm not thinking it's going to be a big deal for <laughs> for penn state recruiting um all right how about middle of the pack big 10 team iowa wisconsin michigan state purdue whatever positive or negative yeah, i think negative because or winner there. or loser i'm sorry we're playing the game yeah. wrong now come winner on. Or loser. Loser, loser.
1: I'm going to losers because it is more competition and it is harder travel added in. I mean, maybe it helps them a little bit in recruiting, but mostly I just think it makes their life a little bit harder. All aspects other than when that check drops in like June 30th or whenever the, the revenue payment comes in. So, you know, if you, if Purdue already has like the biggest indoor facility in America, I don't think they need to build onto that. But they, if you know, if you need to need to build something else there fine you can do that but i'm not sure it's going to help you win so i think this is probably a net loss for the middle of the pack big 10 teams
0: i would think so again maybe you get a little better recruiting maybe not but they can also that can go the other way one more good game sometimes excite your fan base i mean it will be exciting when those california teams come to the big 10 I, I just don't know that it matters, but you probably you know it's one I, the biggest thing, especially for the big Ten west schools, the current big Ten is losing the division that's really bad for those schools it is they definitely. have really very little to to play for right right you're realistically hoping to come in fourth or you know it's like the northwestern that can make the title game or was get to indie that's that that you lose that. So yeah.
3: Purdue hasn't been to a Rose Bowl, too, since Drew Brees. So right. they're, they're they going go, they to play in the here. Rose Bowl. Finally, <laughs> they we'll play that. in the
0: Rose Bowl. All right. Clemson. Say Clemson's not involved in this. Oh, they're always involved. Oh, yes. Winner or loser? Clemson. And I'll, uh, you want me to start? I'll start. Yeah. Go ahead. Give me yours. Loser. Not huge, but loser. Because the Big Ten schools are going to make an enormous amount of money here, uh, even more than they were going to make. And all the reasons we were just talking, it's they're going to have a, you know, Clemson football is undeniably one of the five biggest programs in the country. And Indiana football is undeniably not. And Indiana is going to make 50 million more dollars than you. All of them are Rutgers, Maryland. Everyone's making a lot more money than you. That's not good. The closer that gap is, the better for Clemson. Now, can Clemson overcome that? Are they going to be a better program than than Indiana and and Michigan State and all that? Yeah, probably, but this doesn't help. This does not help to have more excitement and more money going to program. Clemson recruits all over, and they recruit the Midwest too. Just having one of these two leagues pull further away from you in the ACC deal, not good.
1: No, I I agree. And um, further, we get towards a playoff that may, at least just talking to people, you know, theoretically emphasize strength of schedule more those that play the hard schedules in those leagues in the big 10 and the sec guess what you got more advantage than a clemson in a, a acc where the competition just doesn't measure up to those and so you, you unless unless you're going undefeated every year to win the acc that puts a you know, puts a lot of pressure on you to win all those games so you can't be dropping a random game at Syracuse or at NC State or something that they have done in the past. Uh, and potentially still have a playoff worthy team. Maybe you can, but but I just think there's more schools that are going to have stronger strength of schedule and bump you further down the pecking order for whatever the playoff is going to look like.
0: Yeah, I and I, yeah, it's it's not you don't you don't want these deals getting bigger and and more action going to these places and more games, you know, we talk about TV The TV deals, it's not just the money, it's the eyeballs on your program. Um, We can all sit there and say, hey, people watch this, but what are you programmed against? Right. You know, so maybe that game that's Clemson, North Carolina, and you go, that's going to get a nice TV number. All of a sudden, it's up against USC, Ohio State. It's not going to get as that good of a TV number. It's harder to have the big game when there's more big games in the SEC and the the Big Ten. And that's what they're trying to create here is more big games. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely an issue uh, for them. Uh, similar vein. Uh, I may not even have to discuss it. Miami, FSU, UNC, sort of the, and Clemson's really trying to win the title. These other guys, Miami's trying recruiting really well. Same loser, I would say. Yep, yep, for sure. It's just,
1: yep, it's 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 more difficult, and you're st- further up against it, and especially if. Uh, if if the ACC is even more of a a one trick pony, whatever the, whoever the trick is, then you, you need other people in the league to be good, and we'll see whether they can uh, get to that point.
0: All right, we kind of mentioned earlier, Big Twelve uh, is winner could winners and potentially really big winners on this. Yeah, um, exactly. So right, this and does not hurt the Big Twelve at all. No,
1: I don't think it does. Uh, and it, you know, I'd say I'll be at Big Twelve Media Days this week. Uh, I, I may even drop by the the uh, Gaylord Hotel where they stay and try the cre- the jalapeno cream corn while I'm out there. But uh, I hope so. Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, but but yeah, we'll see whether they're feeling on the muscle and in, in in poacher mode here if with uh, with the Big Twelve Pac twelve.
0: They feel like they can swing some of those schools over their way. Yeah, and believe me, there. I I mean, look, they begged the PA- Pac twelve to bail them out last year and got the cold shoulder. Hey, man, shank them. <laughs> I'm out of play. I hope you don't, but if, it, if you end up shanking them, uh, I get it, man. Shank, shank them it. if
1: you got them, yes. I yeah, this is where we're at.
0: I don't approve, but this is it. All right, finally, San Diego State, UNLV, Fresno, Boise, the Dreamers. If they Winner got or their, loser? They're winners. I mean, they. I, I don't know whether they can
1: get in, but at least they got to feel like they got a chance. I mean, San Diego State. The confluence of events here where they're just opening up a what's supposed to be going to be a really cool new stadium on campus. San Diego. I I am going to take a train down to that sucker and see it this year. It's going to be awesome. Should be sweet. The program is in good shape. Hiring Brady Hoke turned out to be Brady Hoke 2.0 has turned out to be really good so far. Uh, You have a fresh recruiting pitch to make. Hey you come play for the Aztecs. If you're from LA, at least you're still going to be playing games in your backyard. You're not going to be traveling all the way across the country every time there's every other week. You got, I mean, you got a shot. I'm, I'm not sure it can work out for you to get into the Pac-12, but you've got something to market and something to, to sell. Same with, with Boise, same with Fresno, same with San Jose State, anybody else that feels like they can uh, put together a pitch. And I'm sure they've you know, they've been outside holding up the boombox outside of George Kliakoff's office uh, for a week and a half now, you know, trying to get his attention. So we'll see if it works.
0: I saw something in the ESPN report where Memphis was cold calling the ACC and just, <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of sad.
1: Poor Memphis. I know. I know.
0: Memphis, pretty good program, ah, pretty good sized city. Good market. Again, yeah. same thing as we're, not as big as Cal, but it's like, Good program, good city, great recruiting area, p- passionate. For, uh, no, we don't like you. Why? Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Why? And that's, again, that's another one of those places. They've they've put a lot of money and effort into getting better. And what's their reward? Ah, you get kicked in the teeth and stay in the AAC.
0: The other thing with, uh, even if San Diego stayed, which obviously, like, to me is sitting, like, someone should grab. I mean, I don't know. I know the campus isn't, the the, the fan base isn't there or the, but if you play big games they will be and the camp, that the new stadium isn't quite on campus but it's close but even if the Mountain West doesn't doesn't if if everything stays put the gap between the Pac-12 and the Mountain West is closer now yes so that should help in recruiting and, and in, in television and in sponsors it's like hey you know what it's not as big of a we're we're the only league that's got a team in in all of southern california now outside you know a western you know with the Pac-12 so Hey, I don't, I don't know that San Diego State, Fresno, and San Jose State aren't a better. I mean, it's a better California football three three than than Cal and Stanford.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got on, more
0: fans. <laughs> they might, based on recent results. Man, you can so make a case. I'd say they get closer. All right, uh, we got to get to this. That concludes winners or losers. Although we're going to get to a little winner or loser involving a BYU love triangle later. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna get spicy.
1: (laughs) BYU not the first place that comes to mind when you think of like love triangle, spicy Uh, love triangle.
0: uh, Amen. Yeah, Yeah, this is what it is. I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm just reporting the facts as the New York Post and the Daily Mail tell me. (laughs) Our reliable go-to sources. (laughs) First, though, this part is PG. Later, uh, maybe not (laughs) PG. uh, Here, though. Indiana real estate, you know we deal a lot of real estate in Indiana. Oh yeah. Uh Pat, are you familiar with Wilkinson, Indiana? Well, You're, I am. The days now. as a high school reporter, right. high school football reporter in Indiana, covering Indiana. Football and mostly basketball because Okay. <laughs> let's let's well, be clear what yeah, what okay. mattered. But
1: I was not familiar with Wilkinson until I saw this story. Uh, and looked up. All right, so it's like it's in that kind of fertile crescent of Indiana basketball. It's not far from Newcastle, biggest high school gym in America. Not far from Knightstown with the gym that was used in Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, kind of over there. It's not, you know, it's near Spiceland that I think used to play against uh, Milan back in the day. So it, <laughs> it's
0: it's in the right area. It's east of Indianapolis. It is. Uh, I once lived in Indianapolis. Did not go to Wilkinson. No. A lot of soybean and corn out there, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Knee high by the 4th of July. So hopefully it's knee high by now if you planted your corn and uh, you're going. But if you want to move to Wilkinson, there is uh, 449 proud souls in the 2010 census. I don't know that the 2020 2020 isn't up, and it shouldn't take that long to count 449 people. (laughs) I don't know why. What's the delay? (laughs) <laughs> Come on, Wilkinson. A couple of them were out on the tractor, and so they can't get the full accurate count. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want a house in uh, Wilkinson, uh, do we have one for you? Uh, the old Wilkinson High School basketball gym is for sale for $299,000. It is an 11, a spacious, as the Indy Star declares it, a spacious 11,000-square-foot single-family residence nestled amongst farm fields, went on the market. Doesn't look like a house because it isn't. (laughs) Half the house is basketball court, half is house. (laughs) They they took the basketball floor and they kept it running throughout the house. So your kitchen floor is like the the free throw lane. Uh, The original maple court is the flooring in this place and they just built around it, and put some rooms in there. And uh, you could live. They put carpet in the mat, in the uh, primary bedroom here. Uh, there's a deck. There's different stuff. Uh, high ceilings, as you'd expect. Um, <laughs> this is the gym. Would you move <laughs> in to a high school basketball gym in Indiana? Hell yes. Now, I've got to
1: talk them down in price. I, I'm sorry. Uh, $300,000 to live in a cornfield is a bit much. So... I'd, I'd have to negotiate a little bit, but if I could do it, it would be awesome. I mean, think how great it would be—like, you know, you get up, you're, you're making your breakfast. You, you know, I don't know, you pop something in the microwave. I'm going to shoot a couple free throws while I'm waiting for it. Get a little conditioning <laughs> in, a little cardio. I mean, you—it would just be fantastic. I would, I would fight the whole
3: town over for like a like a big Hoosier game. You, you could, big, you know,
1: be I, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You just got to make keep, keep the townies out when you want to actually like go to sleep and have some privacy. But
0: I close practice—that's what got Coach Dale in trouble originally. In Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a balcony that overlooks the court. It, it, it needs some renovation, but it does have the the basketball hoop up. I mean, there are bleachers. You could definitely have some great pickup games, Friday <laughs> night games. Absolutely. Uh, the other side, the house part really needs some work. Yeah, that's where again, three hundred. I mean, that grand. kitchen is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> put an island in. Come on, backsplash. You guys watch HTTV? <laughs> all I mean, those those small town people on uh, the H-TV. master bath
3: looks looks renovated recently. So that's that's at least a good yeah. look. I mean, yeah. I
0: love the the floor, the flooring all the way through. Mm-hmm. And they got to stage this house too. There's like one weird TV. There's some weird stuff. Let me see. I didn't see the bathroom. Yeah, it does look all right. It's not like a like a high school, like one of those old high school shower, hit the showers, right? Those yeah. places. Yeah. Like like I don't know about the shower heads in there. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <Should> <laughs> kind of rusted that? tin roof. I don't know. That that's a little bit iffy, but
0: it's yeah, it might have some leaking issues. There's a lot, but yeah, I, I would I would definitely negotiate down. But what the heck? A high school gym in—I mean, this is the most Indiana house home I've ever seen.
1: Fabulous! Yeah, the the balcony. This
0: really is like
1: the old old school uh, gym. I swear to God, like Bobby Plump would come over and shoot baskets with you if you asked him.
0: You could get Bobby Plump to come. Yeah, I think you could really get something going there. Good story
1: by Dana Hunsinger Benbow from the Indianapolis Star.
0: What what is the budget on our pot? Uh, Can we buy this? Let's take a look. Let's 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 check.
1: I know. We could turn
3: it Without into a pod, a pod house and just all move in. We could have
0: live pods all <laughs> the time and then just play pickup afterwards. Yeah, just let's play yeah. some ball. Let's get some yeah. shots up. Um, all right. Well, there's that. Okay, on a less wholesome track. <laughs> oh, you BYU Cougars. So we're big fans of the 2020 BYU Cougars. They had a big season. Quarterback Zach Wilson. Wide receiver Zach Milne. Milne caught eight TDs, 1,188 yards, 70 catches overall. Wilson obviously went to the uh, New York Jets, number two overall. Milne signed with the uh, Washington Commanders. They're now known. They were roommates. They were best friends. They were tight. They are no longer. No. They are apparently no longer following each other (laughs) on Instagram. The problem here is... Uh, a young lady named Abby Guile, I'm going to say her name, sorry. Used to date Zach, now she's dating Dax. It happens. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just just the beginning of the awkward relationships in this story.
0: Yeah, whatever, right? Whatever. So there seems to be some kind of online bullying and a lot of arguing and does Abby jumping from one player to the next. I don't know what all that. All I know is this. In a comment on Instagram that got the New York Post very excited, <laughs> Abby wrote that Wilson, Zach Wilson, BYU hero, was, quote, sleeping with his mom's best friend. That's the real homie hopper. <laughs> there were then two laughing emojis. Uh... The comment was then deleted, and then the entire... uh <laughs> The entire uh, Instagram account was yeah. deleted, apparently, but not fast enough for her sake, or Zach's, or Dax's, or anybody else. The roommates are at odds. One-time roommates. Now this has been spilled out, so maybe that deemed the thing. So the question I have yes. for you, Pat. Zach has not commented yet, but trust me, oh, when he shows up oh at boy. Jets camp, this will are you be getting me. This is a bad
1: time to play in New York. Like, if he were maybe in Jacksonville or something,
0: this might kind of go away a little faster. Not in New York. I expect Brian Costello of the New York Post, the Jets beat writer, to be right on top of this podcast listener cause. The best take on his first press conference
3: was on Twitter, and somebody tweeted out the clip from the other guys, and it was The Rock, where he goes,
0: no comment, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now here's the distinction that's very important. He did not, uh, he did not allegedly sleep with his best friend's mom. Okay, that would be one issue. We can do, we can debate whether that's allowed or not. He slept with his mom's best friend. Right. Okay, so it's a big difference. I think your best friend's the same mom person? is off is off the table i think that is you cannot sleep with your best friend's mom that should not be allowed even if you <laughs> wanted to <laughs> but <laughs> i mean you're no longer best friends at no, that point right yes, I mean, that's a deal absolutely. breaker but okay your mom's best friend Are, should we be applauding zach wilson for just he's not into ageism he's very open-minded uh no i'm gonna say
1: that's more off the table because you can't, yeah, you can't have mama friend? mad at you like that. I mean, you are putting <laughs> your mom in that position now. I mean, you, <laughs> it's one thing. Yes, you can tell your best friend, look, all right, we're no longer friends, okay? Because I'm going to sleep with your mom. But you can't tell your mom, hey, um, yeah, I'm going to sleep with your best friend, but you, she's still your mom. You got to theoretically, you go, you, you, you go home for Christmas, you go home in the hand. off season. You can't, know, no, no,
3: no, no, no. Yeah, the Friendsgiving potluck (laughs) get-together got a little weirder.
0: Friendsgiving. I don't think that he asked his mom No, I'm sure he didn't, but I think Zach just went. uh, It's like when he scored that uh, scramble for that touchdown against Coastal Carolina. He just took what was out there. (laughs) You can't take that when that's out there. No, no, no. You throw the ball out of bounds
1: there, say sorry.
0: I'd be like... Listen, Mom,
1: get better friends.
0: I know. <laughs> no.
3: I don't care. This, no. we're, talking no about the same, we're talking about the same guy that took two BYU
1: cheerleaders to yeah, a senior I mean, year prom. Look, he's always been so. uh, seemingly a uh, a go-getter, you know? But no, no, no. Not no, 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 no,
0: no. You can't do that with Mom's best friend. I disagree. Wow. It's all <laughs> on the table. We do not – we have not had uh, – We have not had uh, an identification of this best friend, mom's best friend, but presumably someone knows Uh, Wilson's mom, who is herself an influencer, Lisa Wilson, posted an emotional, nearly 30 minute long Instagram video Sunday decrying the evils of social media and (laughs) online predators. (laughs) A 30 minute online video
1: to decry online social media. All right. If this doesn't confirm that that's real, <laughs> yeah. then I don't know what else will. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. If she's if she's a social media diva, I'm starting to come around to the other side here now. Eh. I'm less
0: concerned about mom's feelings
1: I, in this. All
0: right. So the people's court is you're against. I'm, I say fine. It's fair game. Sully, you may cast the deciding vote. Are you allowed to? She's an adult. Zach's an adult that can do whatever they want. There you go. Two consenting
3: adults. Still think you you are. mm. That said, Zach, you're you're in deep water with mom. So you're the number
0: two pick. You're the starting (laughs) quarterback of the New York Jets. Joe Namath wasn't sleeping with his mom's best friend. Well that we know it's Joe Namath slept own. with so many people, who
1: knows? I mean, you know. <laughs> it's a fair way. But yes, I your point is well taken, Dan, that they, they he shouldn't exactly be checking the remainder bin, you know? I mean I
0: don't well yeah. maybe this who knows I mean, who this mom is. Who knows? She's why bring with? this drama onto yourself when exactly. you are the number two pick? Or you you don't care because you're the number two pick, so drama doesn't affect you. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot to know, and I'm. This is an ongoing oh, yeah. saga. We're gonna we'll find out whether of.
1: drama affects him because this is this is an
0: onion with <laughs> a lot of layers. What happened in yeah, that BYU dorm or apartment? Good in gravy. Provo? What happened? All right, uh, that ends the show, to say the least. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe for good. For good. <laughs> Maybe for good. Wetzel comes
1: out in favor of. <laughs> Young men going after mom's best friends. We'll
0: see how that plays in middle America. Just not your best friend's mom. It's a very important distinction. We'll be back later in the week following Big 12 Media Days. It's going to be a little later, probably Friday. So if you get bored, listen to us twice. Continue to uh, share us on social media. Leave us nice reviews and uh, talk to your friends about us and all that. We appreciate all of the listening. Talk to you later.